0: You're listening to the Seafood News Weekly Podcast, brought to you by ErnerBerry's Data On Demand. Transform your data challenges into valuable business opportunities with real-time commodity market information, seamlessly integrated directly into your company's systems. Berry's data licensing solutions, including our API and Excel add-in, will save you time and effort, allowing you to focus on what's important, growing your business. Say goodbye to manual data collection and hello to automation. To learn more about Ernerberry's data on demand solutions, reach out to sales at Ernerberry.com. And you can also visit Ernerberry at Seafood Expo Global, booth 2C200. I'm Seafood News Managing Editor, Amanda Buckle. And I'm Ernerberry Seafood Market Reporter,
1: Lauren Castiglione.
0: Lauren, do you want to share the big news about Seafood Expo Global?
1: Well... Ladies and gentlemen, the stars of Watch Us Eat are going worldwide. Woo-hoo! We will both be at Seafood Expo Global, and I'm so excited. Yes, I was initially going to go, and then... Wait, it- this is the big the big news you're talking about, this right? This is the big news. <laughs> Okay, okay. (laughs) Do you have something else I don't know about? No, no, I just want to make sure there wasn't anything like industry related.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Nope, it's 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 that we're going. This is the big industry news that we're going. I know I was originally planning to go and then after seeing such a hit we were in Boston, (laughs) we've convinced we've convinced our boss Jimmy to let Lauren
1: go as well. Oh, I was going to go with the story that he begged me to go oh, so yeah, that we, we could go. <laughs> <laughs> he
0: said, Laura, we can't way. go
1: without you. So, yeah, we're excited
0: to hit up Seafood Expo Global in Barcelona. Um, hopefully bringing you more interviews live from the show floor, trying new products. We're doing it all. We are doing it all. and Check us out. And maybe have a, a new suit to throw into the mix. A new suit, possibly a new sticker. Collect them all, people. Collect them all. The, the pink <laughs> suits were such a big hit that that we're branching out. We're going for a different color. We're not going to tell you what color, but if you want
1: to send us suggestions, we're we're open to it. So yeah, let us know what color you think suits us best. <laughs>
0: Well, on to some real news. Uh, The big headline last week is what's going on with the 3L inshore crab fishery in Newfoundland and Labrador. So generally, the snow crab season in Canada is plagued with drama over prices. And while prices this year have yet to be announced, fishermen are taking issue with quota allocations. So last Monday, about 100 snow crab fishermen gathered outside the Sheridan in downtown St. John's to protest the DFO's new precautionary approach to protect crab stocks in 3L. And the DFO's new approach created two separate biomasses for inshore and offshore harvest. And that means that inshore harvesters have less to catch.
1: The Fish, Food, and Allied Workers, also known as FFAW, did meet the labor minister and other officials to talk about the precautionary approach framework and express their concerns. And on Friday, a letter was finally received by Minister Joyce Murray. Murray wrote in the letter to FFAW that she understands the importance and value of snow crab to communities and industry throughout Newfoundland and Labrador, She continued that the health of the snow crab resource is essential to a healthy fishing industry and is a priority for the DFO.
0: Mary said, and I quote, the, with respect to your concerns about language and the precautionary approach framework, I can confirm that there is flexibility afforded by the PA framework, which will be considered in our management decision for the 2023 season. Per the PA framework, if consistent with advice provided at the annual stock assessment, when a stock is in a healthy zone, and when there are high levels of residual biomass present, the exploitation rate can temporarily exceed the upper removal reference of 42%. In addition, as outlined in both the PAWG recommendations and the approved PA framework document, based on habitat connectivity and data on crab movement patterns, the department has committed to evaluate the 3L inshore AD with the adjacent 3L NO AD. The PA framework identifies that this work will be completed within two to three years of the PA's implementation, and I am pleased to share that the work required to complete this evaluation will be done prior to the 2024 season and prior to the 2024 total allowable catch decision. I understand the urgency of completing this important science work and i am com- committed to getting it done, end quote.
1: Murray concluded that the 2023 management decision will be forthcoming and that they will take into account recent science advice, stakeholder input, and socioeconomic factors in making a 2023 snow crab management decision. Last year, the snow crab quota for Newfoundland and Labrador was set at 50,470 tons, an increase of 32% from 2021. Looking at 3LNO specifically, that combined area had a tack of 30,940 tons, up from 23,648 tons in 2021. Meanwhile, it's also important to note that while the season hasn't started
0: yet, the market is continuing to see significant downward pricing pressure across all sizes, so Ernerberry Supermarket reporter Janice Schreiber noted that the market is seeing prices that it hasn't seen in about seven years. And Janice wrote in her latest analysis that thinking back to that time period well before the pandemic, the market landscape was much different. U.S. buyers more apt to take positions on product, hold it, and use it throughout the year before loading up again in the next season. But currently, the appetite in the market is much different. Many have adopted a wait-and-see attitude, and buyers seem to have pushed back to have either the in-country producer or direct importer hold a product. While this current atmosphere, uh, with this current atmosphere, it remains hard to decipher the amount of inventory that is left to move through the system from the previous 2022 season.
1: So since we're talking about Janice, let's take a look at her latest salmon analysis as well. Janice reports that the farm salmon market out of Chile for fresh fillets continued to decline last week. All sizes moved lower and since the end of February 2023, pricing on three to four pound Chilean fresh fillets are now 10.1% lower. We did see a similar trend last year in 2022, about the same time. The market dropped 6.8% during the month of March. Speculation as to why the market is dropping appears to be a combination of factors. Some reports out of Chile are that the unplanned harvests are occurring in order to ward off against warming water temperatures. Summer is coming to an end in Chile, and the situation is not atypical for this time of year. However, this appears to be paired with a demand in the U.S. that is not robust enough for the volume of fillets coming in.
0: When looking at retail, we observe that the past two weeks at retail, promotional activity has fallen well below the three- and five-year averages. And although promotions on a year-to-date basis are higher than last year, a slowdown in promotional activity as of late may have helped to contribute to more availability of fresh fleas to the open spot market, hence pushing supply to outweigh the current demand. Still, another factor to consider is inflationary pressures inflationary that's (laughs) the it word of the year um looking at competitive proteins in the space we see that both the chicken and pork indexes are lower than last year um the chicken index although on the rise is down 11.4 percent from the same time last year and the pork index is down 21 percent again year over year so the salmon index on the other hand is higher than last year and although going down is still 27.1 percent higher than the five-year average
1: So Janice concludes that with two more weeks left to go in Lent, one being the Holy Week, it will be interesting to see how the farm salmon market reacts. Market participants all report a highly unsettled undertone heading into the weekend for Chilean fresh fillets. In other parts of the farm salmon complex, some early offerings for fresh whole fish from Norway look to be slightly lower than current quotations. Overall, the farm salmon market is about steady to weak amid a moderate to at times lackluster demand.
0: Now, Janice made mention in her recent analysis about the summer season in Chile and warming water temperatures. And one of the headlines last week was Multi-X reporting a mass mortality event. Uh, 30,000 fish were killed as a result of low oxygen levels, which, as Janice noted, is typical for this time of year. Um, No other farming centers have reported mass mortalities, but Cernepesca is continuing to monitor and encouraging companies to inform the proper authorities if a mortality event does occur.
1: So finally, we would like to let you know, Amanda and I did try to score tickets to Red Lobster's Endless Lobster event in New York City, and the event sold out in less than a minute. Well, again,
0: so, tickets—it was insane. It was insane. Yeah. So, <laughs>
1: if you have tickets and you are looking to scalp them, we are your girls. <laughs> Please let us know what your your price is, and and we'll have a chat. <laughs> And we do
0: have a, uh, we are filming a new Watch Us Eat This Week with Ocean Beauty's Grillhouse Burger. We are so excited. So keep an eye out on our YouTube channel for that. As always, thanks for listening. And we'll see you back here next week.
1: (laughs) Bye-bye.